If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to In My Heart, a podcast truly about all the things in my heart and finding our freedoms. I'm your host, Heather Thompson. My next guest, Mandy Ingber, is a master yogi. She's a New York Times bestselling author and celebrity fitness and wellness expert for over 25 years, attracting the likes of Jennifer Aniston, Kate Beckinsale, Helen Hunt, Ricky Lake, Jennifer Lawrence, Brooke Shields, and more. She's an awarded instructor, a keynote speaker, event headliner, contributor, and astrologer with one mission, which is to integrate all facets of herself in order to inspire love. She's going to tell us about the ancient roots of yoga, the true study of it, and what it means to truly be a yogi. Here to tip us off to the divine, Mandy Ingber is in my heart. Welcome. Hi. Wow. Thank you. It's always well, so you, interesting to hear all those things just sort of piled on top of each other. And let me tell you, I had to, I mean, I, that is a very edited version of your bio. <laughs> I mean, listen, for someone who started out in acting, right? The, you, right. Know, you started out with a sit in acting and we won't spend too much time in that, but that is not where you found yourself at the end of the day. And you found yourself as a celebrity wellness trainer, fitness instructor, yogi, astrologer. Can we just talk right? I want to just jump into yoga because for me, it's something that I've been studying recently and I'm not, I wouldn't even say I'm a yoga enthusiast, but I've been looking at yoga from the spiritual side of things and what, you know, what, what it really means. And I think that there's a, there's a big difference that I wanted to kind of talk about today between a yoga enthusiast and a true yoga, right? Yogi rather, because Yoga can be considered by some as India's gift to the world, if you will. You know, it's an ancient practice that's crossed borders and it's currently practiced. Yoga is probably currently practiced by, you know, tens of millions of people around the world. But without tapping into like the rich history of yoga, the practice of yoga could maybe feel more like a fitness and wellness routine. And I think there's a lot more to it than that. And I wanted to tap into your knowledge about yoga and, and talk a little bit more about 
you know, this 5,000 year old practice that's naturally evolved over the years, but I need to shed light on that rich linea of, of yoga and what it's meant to be a yogi and, and to perform yoga. And I don't think yogis call themselves yogis. That's something that's bestowed on them by their community, right? Can you talk through what yoga is to you and your practice and your life and how you use it as a discipline and what its history means to you? Um, I mean, that's a huge, I feel like it's a really huge topic to tackle and I can't, you know, I'm one human being and I can only speak to my experience with yoga. Yeah. Um, I personally was introduced to yoga when I was a child, um, about six or seven years old through my, um, my father. And so for me, it has a lot to do with my, um, like the legacy of my father. So, okay. it, so it's more like a personal thing for me. Um, I just so happen to be, um, you know, I, I just so happen to be in the line of fire on this one. Um, the seventies, um, health movement, you know, that's kind of what I, where I got my, you know, wings or whatever, um, in Los Angeles in the seventies. And so I can only speak to that movement of yoga, which is probably the origin of what we, uh, what we experience as yoga now, which is really, I think you're right. It's, it's kind of a, um, it's an industry now, you know, cause we are Americans and that's what we tend to do with things. I remember even when I was a child noticing that my father was very competitive about the way that he practiced, you know, even like very achievement oriented in his own practice. And I, I, I inherently knew that that wasn't the, I knew that he was Americanizing it somehow. Right. Right. <laughs> so I think that for me, what I found with yoga and with the practice of yoga brings you because yes, the physical practice is one aspect of the yoga, but we are physical beings and we are here in the material world. You know, that is, that's where we're all starting. So when you're in a physical practice and you're going through a lot of um, turbulence in the practice, however that presents itself, uh, whether it's pain, whether it's overthinking things or judging yourself or being competitive, what tends to happen when you have that yogic mindset is that you develop a sense of detachment and um, a, a sense of being the observer of all of the things that are going on. That is a gift that yoga brings naturally and organically when you practice on a regular basis. And I do believe that that is the, I do believe that's the purpose of yoga. So I don't think it's that important how we come to that place of detachment and observation in ourselves. Yoga is certainly one way, the practice, the asana practice, which is the physical practice. That's one way of approaching and it's a very accessible way for um, people who are in bodies. <laughs> but uh, <What> lovely. <laughs> I think that's the real purpose of it is to develop a sense of detachment and equanimity so that when you come to whatever hurdles you're going through in life, which we all have unique ones, but we all have them. Um, I think that it allows you some space for a pause and for the ability to look at things uh, from a broader view, you know, instead yeah. of really, you know, instead of falling into the natural traps that we fall into 
I guess what you're saying, which is so exciting to me is like when you're talking about modern yoga versus the ancient yoga that I started with is, is that maybe it seems cooler, glamorous, that that's what gets you into it. You know what I mean? The whole idea of like watching someone on social media, but eventually what you're saying is no matter how you come to yoga, you're going to understand the depths of what yoga provides you with through the practice of it. And that it's sheer hard work, discipline in order to find that transformation. And that really doesn't have anything to do with Instagram or Facebook or yoga pants. I mean, I certainly can't speak to that because my introduction to yoga happened in the seventies. So it wasn't very cool. And it wasn't very glamorous when I started. Um, (laughs) I I think that part of my, what I, what I've brought to, for me, it was a legacy that was handed down. and, And then I feel like I was able to help bring that more to the mainstream because of the clients that I happen to have who are, you know, considered uh, glamorous and, you know, right. uh, and also I guess pe- people who look like whatever they have is also attainable, you know, and, and I think it is attainable. I think those things are attainable, but look, don't get me wrong. We can do anything in a way that we can take anything and distort it. So I don't think that it's like an automatic thing that happens, but I do believe that if you commit yourself to a practice, eventually, yes, you're going to, you're going to find a deeper place within yourself, but I can't guarantee that, you know, like, I don't no, know. I mean, sure. No, there's no guarantees, right. It's a personal journey. Like you could be, you, know, you could practice the best poses you want and, and be a real asshole. I mean, that's how you can't, you can't. Yeah. Like, look. I was an over-exerciser, you know, I started uh, we were macrobiotic when I was a kid. I started cutting foods out, you know, like, okay, if, if, you know, if I cut out dairy and sugar and meat, da, 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 then what if I cut out? And I just kept cutting stuff out. Right. And, um, you know, so I, I developed all these, it was, it was really about wanting to get it out of my body. You know, like I have so much sensation in my body and I feel so much that I think it was, it was uncomfortable for me. I didn't know how to handle how can, how much I feel my body. So whatever, when I started spinning, I was heavier, um, for, you know, for me. And I remember getting connected to this feeling of stillness in the center of my body, like from my, basically from my belly to my groin, finding that like stability, right. That connection to my center. And at the same time, my legs going really, really fast and getting my, getting all of the sensations and all of the feelings going really fast, but finding that stillness in the center. And, and to me, that's the yoga is like in the middle of all, of the chaos and all of the difficulty and all of the challenge finding the stillness because you know the universe isn't going to stop moving just because we need to you know like slow down we got to find a way to do that in the middle of it all so i don't know if you have ever tried spinning yes Um, have you because something that can satisfy i helped a lot of people and even myself through a lot of injuries yes. like runners who couldn't run because of the impact on the knees because in a way spinning is a lot more like running than it is if it is even like cycling yeah you know totally i love spinning and you know with, for the home gym like i'm such an outdoor enthusiast that yeah. For me, if I ride a bike, I'm going to be out on the mountains. You know what I mean? I'm ride the bike. So I kind of, um, I've had to, I have to shift, you know what I mean? A little bit. Like I was so extreme. Like I'd get a bike with big tires and I'd ride in the snow. And now I just need a stationary bike in my gym where when the weather's shittier. I don't have a lot of time. You know, I have to burn out a workout. And I think 
when you talk, you know, talk about celebrities and the, and the, the people that you do count as your clients, I, you know, the connection between what you serve and, and I think, you know, obviously actors and people who are artists like that are a little bit more in touch maybe than your average, you know, Joe with themselves, you know, they have to play characters, get very deep, you know, right. uh, you know, consider emotion, these sorts of things. And so, you know, I wonder if like the, the reason they came to you is like that seeking of knowledge, you know what I mean? That kind of like, you know, that betterment of people, you know, and, and the community at large, which I think are, we put a lot of pressure, it's lessening a little bit on our celebrities to be examples for community. So do you think some of your celebrities came to you not only for their bodies, but for their deeper enrichment? Yes. And if, you know, to answer it in short, I'll, look, I can't speak to why people, uh, you know, have come to me or why this has come to me. But what I what I can say is that, you know, we teach by example. And I think that I've, you know, I've been through a lot and it comes through my ability to pull myself through um, a lot of difficult situations. Uh, so I do think that that's part of it is that, you know, we we lead by example. So that. And also, I think that I understand, look, we all like people who are um, privileged in that way. There are different psychological issues to tackle, <laughs> you know, when you're in that place and in that position. Um, and and I, I think that I am able to speak to that um, because I, I, too, was born in, in privilege. And so I speak to these other problems, psychological problems that come with that. <laughs> that come with that bounty because <laughs> yeah. there are problems that come with that. Well, yeah. I mean, just because you're successful, you know, financially or come, you know, or born with a silver spoon or whatever you call it, doesn't mean that you're free of problems, struggle, pain, or any of that stuff. You know what right. I mean? Like that's a human, you know, life is, you know, listen, some of the, what you can watch them on television, you know, the lives of the rich and famous, you know, are not all that glamorous and fabulous all the time. It's, you know, it's a bit about who you are as a person who you're trying to discover yourself to be, um, you know, and I, I that kind of rolls me right into your astrology because you married your fitness, your wellness, your yogi, you know, kind of your, your work in yoga, your inspiration from your father married into something that you found very passionate about you. And that was astrology and looking deeper into the individual person based on their sign. And can you talk a little bit about that and, and how you're, and, and I want to get back to yoga philosophy and maybe, maybe this is the great segue, you know, between astrology and yoga philosophy, like how you came to find that kind of pace for yourself and for your clients. Okay. So uh, just as I, just as I um, was introduced to yoga very early, I was also introduced to um, astrology early and, and, um, and, and even my, my, um, you know, my original career as an actor, like has always been based upon trying to understand, uh, you know, like why people are so different from each other and <laughs> what angles we can like, uh, the, how, why we're all coming from different angles and how we can integrate more. Um, commonalities, right? Right. Or not even commonalities. How can I understand the person that I don't have something in common with? You know, right like on. what are, yeah. what are the ways of looking other ways of looking at things, you know, right. because you know, there's, there's a lot, there are a lot of different approaches. So astrology definitely yeah. gave me that I, I was like a little girl and I was like wanting to figure it out. And I've, so I've always incorporated that into my teaching. What I, what we haven't said is that prior to being a yoga instructor, I was a spinning instructor and indoor cycling instructor. And I really started there with my teaching through story essentially, but also using the backdrop of what was happening um, astrologically and in the stars. I, I wouldn't 
talk about that. Like I wouldn't say it out loud, <laughs> um, but that's, I was using that, you know, um, because everything goes in cycles and, and the planets, you know, the planets have different cycles. So it's not so, um, it's not so simplistic. It's actually a very complex, you know, dance of sure. all of the celestial bodies, but in terms of like really sort of, uh, distilling it down. Yes. I incorporated that. My book is actually my, my first book, which is called yoga philosophy, 28 days to the uh, ultimate mind body makeover is a, it is a, um, a fitness book meets a creativity book. And so the way that I designed it was like as a 28 day cycle, like a lunar cycle. And so each day has a different way of approaching motivation. It has like a a variety of yoga poses, um, meditations, breathing exercises, and then extra activities, journal prompts. And all of it is based in a different sign. So for instance, um, like on an Aries day, you might incorporate something like a lot of warrior poses because obviously Aries with the sign of, right. Is it with Mars leading it off? So it is the warrior. So it's like when you start to embody those warrior positions, the gazing point Aries really in general likes to have something to look at that it's going toward. Like for instance, one of the activities in the book is um, the vision, uh, the vision board and the vision board is usually like really um, a great time to do the vision board is that like the spring. So the first day of the astrological calendar, March 21st is a great day to make a vision board. And so for instance, for, you know, for like my clients, I would recommend a vision board at that time. Then let's say it's a Capricorn day. Um, I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn is based on the, um, the joints, the knees, the skeletal structure. And so in my book, I would focus on Iyengar yoga that day, on using props, on respecting your body's limitations structurally. So just different ways of approaching a yoga, uh, like a yoga experience. But with, say, a spinning experience on a Capricorn day, it would be maybe getting on the spinning bike and like doing a mountain, right? So, cause Capricorn is really about, you know, like the, the quality of Capricorn is to achieve. So it's like one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other long-term goals. So that, that would be like a Capricorn experience. And then maybe a Pisces experience would have Pisces is, is, uh, is ruled by Neptune. It's all about dissolving and letting go. And so I might do a long Shavasana on a day like that, or I might do a uh, yoga paired with wine, you know, like, a, right. like that's one of those, you know, like let's have a glass of wine while we do our yoga. So, you know, each, each day has a different approach because since we are all motivated by different things, I like to hit it from a lot of different angles. It's certainly not a purist yoga approach, but that's not, there's yeah. plenty of purist yoga yes, out exactly. there. Exactly. And I love what you're saying because like, I think things that are steeped in history, you know, are important that have had this, you know, history of 5,000 years, but then you mixing it with astrology and then you're adding in the human element, like you mentioned, like the human form and how we walk through life. And I think it's a really beautiful way of connecting you know, I guess the cosmos, so to speak with, you know, who we are in this body that we're given for this lifetime. And so you can more than just a fitness thing, you know, more than moving your body and being healthy, you're, it seems like you're centering, grounding, you know, giving hope to people. It's because you're feeding them within a vein that they need to drink, so to speak. So it's bio-individual. Yeah. Yeah. Feels is premium CBD to keep your head clear and help you feel your best. 
CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. CBD is a safe and natural method for me and my family. We use to help relieve pain, balance out nervousness and aid in sleeplessness without any harmful side effects. A few drops of feels under my tongue means I'll feel the calming difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important. If you're new to CBD, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD and Feels gets delivered directly to your doorstep. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. Save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash in my heart and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash in my heart to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash in my heart. Keep your new year positivity going with Audible. They have created a destination for well-being that delivers inspiration, encouragement, and actionable steps, no matter what your goals are. At audible.com slash well-being, Audible editors have curated a range of titles featuring experts in a wide range of self-care and self-development categories. From mastering your emotions and improving relationships to getting in shape and finding more success at work and at home. Among the listens are brand new titles from some of the most inspiring original voices in the genre, including best-selling self-help expert Mel Robbins of the Five Second Rules Start Here, who returns with a new podcast called Here's Exactly What to Do. Coach Pamela has created Mastering the Skill of Reinvention, which can help you turn the life you dream of into the life you live. Renowned music producer and performer Major offers us Major Frequency, a revitalizing journey into the healing power of music. Listening opens up a world of opportunities for discovering insights wherever you are, and these Audible titles can help to give you the confidence and the motivation you need to build the life you deserve. Now back to my show. I'm really a creative by nature, you know, create, uh, I'm, I'm a creative. I'm, I, uh, that is who I really am. You know, that's, that's why I've been able to, you know, write books and, um, yes. and create programs and make it fun. Um, it's a lot because I, I, because I was a performer that I connect well with people. I mean, that's all a part of me. So, you know, it, I know that your audience is, you know, entrepreneurial women and my belief or mostly probably the demographic, but like, my, there. My, <laughs> like we, we, all we have to offer is ourselves and who we are and what we bring to the table. Like, and that's a lot that that's a commodity. So for me, look, if I was going by tradition, I mean, I'm a woman, I would probably not, you know, like, like contrary to popular belief, yoga was actually originally taught by, brought over by a lot of men, you know? So I'm not looking to look, I, I have a lot of respect for where it came from, but I only have to offer my experiences and what has worked for me. And um, and And that's a good lesson for everybody, right? Like, you know, go back, know our history and then how you apply it and how you experience it and how you live your life is very much up to you. Yeah. So I got my lens, you know, and, 
there are a lot of people that are interested in my lens. And then there are a lot of people who are not. And that's great because there are a lot of people on the planet. So I don't have to be everybody's person, (laughs) you know? No, everybody can't be for everybody. But what you said before really stuck with me and it was interesting. It's like, how about, and especially when you put it in under an astrological sign, right? Like very simple. We could go to like dating and be like, oh, he's my son. Like, did, do we get along? You know, you look in the book and you read it. Right. And what you said to me was like, it took it 5,000 steps further. And it's kind of like, how about you look at someone you're like, wow, I have nothing in common with this person. I totally dig them. Or I totally dig her. It's like accepting the total differences and letting that be the beautiful thing in itself, like not having to find a commonality that joins you, but in fact, celebrating your absolute differences and letting that be, that's, that's the cool part about it. You know what I mean? And so that's what I, in, you know, reading, you know, through some of your books and what you stood for, you know, I'm even understanding how it's like more of a modern approach to, uh, you know, something that was ancient and rooted and, and bringing it into modern society. And, and how do you tell us a bit about, you know, how do you uh, kind of pull in the person that just always feels lost when it comes to connecting with fitness and working out and wellness? You know, I, I always, I always feel like we don't talk enough to that person who, because the mind body connection of, of being active for me is the most important. Like my, my, you know, good butt is a bonus. I don't work out for my ass. I work out for my mind. Other people work out for their butt. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and, and the journey is okay each way. Cause it's your journey. I, uh, so uh, as I said, in, initially, uh, I, in terms of teaching, I started off as a spinning instructor and, and the great yes. thing about teaching spinning is that it's a very simple exercise. It's, you know, it's three hand positions, five movements, and that's it. So, and, and, and you're just, you're sitting on, you can just sit on your butt the whole time and get it. Right. So what that, so that being my intro to teaching, I was able to teach to the spectrum, right? Like the, like you said, the person that, you know, doesn't work out at all and is totally disconnected from their body to the elite athlete. Okay. Those people are all in the same room together. And I think that the great part about spinning is that you can be in the room together and be at totally different levels and get just, just as much benefit. So I think that the way that I tapped into the new person, you know, each, like I said, each person is so unique. So you have to find different ways to pull them in. So um, I think like that, that's also the purpose of, of the original book and even my yoga philosophy workout, the, the digital download that I have, it's really about short term goals. So uh, for somebody to like, think, oh my God, I have to lose 50 pounds. That is, you know, insurmountable. Um, It's just too big of a goal to have to reach. You can't get a win in there, you know, for a long time. So I think like, like very short term goals with like, it provides you with like a win. So for example, instead of saying in your head, I have 50 pounds to lose, you say to yourself, I have weight to lose. And I'm going to start with a pound this week. No, I, I don't th- think you, you, you do something different. Like Tell me. Um, what I'm going to do. I'm go- so it's rather than the, rather than losing 50 pounds, like that yeah, goal, not 50 say- pounds is I have weight to lose. Don't no. put that goal. No. So tell no. me how, how would you think that, mindset that, that I think you have to st- like not say anything about having to lose weight at all. Okay. I think that the goal is to begin to get like more connected to your body yes. and to love your body as it is just as it is right now. And so how can I love my body today? 
that would be more like, okay, so today I can go on a hike and I can eat, you know, like five vegetables, you know what I mean? So it's like something like that rather Mm -hmm. than I'm going on a diet and I'm going to stop eating sugar for a month. Right. So you even, you even broaden the perspective that I was using. So really broad perspective is, is that if you want to make change, start to enact with one change and, and don't keep the goal maybe out of the way and just the actual function of day by day, something new, something added to the routine or something taken away, but stay short-term focused for. Yes. And staying positive and also not like limiting yourself by, uh, I, I, I think that like losing weight is sort of a limiting I think that's a limiting goal because really, what are you saying? What, what's your real goal? You want to feel good in your body and you can do that today. Like there's no, you don't have to wait to um, have that experience. So yeah, I mean, little, little by slowly, I think is really what I want to say on that, you know, yoga and, and all things really about, it's like our, all of our, uh, our power is in the present moment. So that whole idea of starting where you are and becoming more present, I think that's what we're all looking for in general, you know, and it's sometimes hard to believe when you do have a goal, for instance, as an entrepreneur, that just doing one thing a day is going to get you where you want to (laughs) go. Like, or if you don't, if you trust and you don't try so hard, if it's meant to be yours, it will be, there's nothing you can do to stop it. And if it's not meant to be, there's nothing you can do to force it. Right. That's a really difficult belief to incorporate without experience. So I feel like there's an experiment that I've done in my life. I've done it through, look, I like, yeah, I was an actress. We can say that it was like, you know, like, Oh, so long ago, but but my first job was a Broadway show. That was my dream. And then the first thing that happened for me was that I was in the original company of a Broadway show, you know, as a 14 year old. And I ended up in New York, you know, like, I don't know how I landed from like LA, you know, with my Holocaust survivor grandparents and, you know, ended up somehow on a Broadway show. But I think that like, if you want something, if you just hold your desire in your heart and you know how you feel about it and you just do one thing that day and then you see what comes back and you just follow the breadcrumbs along that you land in the right place. It's not always like, yeah, you, you said earlier, I wasn't expecting to, I didn't leave acting to become a teacher in order to become, to be in people magazine. Like that wasn't like a linear decision that I made. Right. Right. Like that's something that just happened. Right. And I ended up having experiences, you know, through teaching, which is a service position that were beyond my wildest dreams in terms of like celebrity or like being, being celebrated. I've been able to do so many things, but there is no way that I could have known that the, the actions that I was taking on a daily basis would lead then to that. So I think there's just something to be said for doing the next designated thing, whatever that is, one thing a day and trusting that it's going to land you where you belong. And not all, all of us belong in the spotlight or as the, or as the head of a company or whatever. It's like, right. it's not about that. It's about really living your life and being your 
self and, and taking your seat and your spot in the contribution to the grand experiment of what our culture and society is, you know? Yes. I don't know if that answers the question. No, it did. It's beautiful because what I'm trying to do is I, I think, you know, for just for listeners and, you know, I've sat on the other side of this too, is, is like, I know when you're in a point and you're talking to someone who's, you know, as wildly successful and authored and written and studied and, you know, that, you, that as you are like, you know, how do you tap into some of what you've learned for yourself? Like, how do you yourself, like, you know, you're still in just a human body too. You know, you may have a different connection, a different understanding through astrology, through mind, body movement, yoga, you know, practice. The, the message in all that is what I wanted to get from you. And that's exactly what you just delivered. And right. that is, is that we are exactly where we're supposed to be at the right time, that we can do things to lean in, to stack the odds in our favor, but it will wind up that in life, the odds will be stacked against you and you're going to fall and you're going to have to come out of it. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's, you have to work at things. You have to work at your yoga practice. You have to work at cycling, you know, to become you know, to reach that next goal or to hit the higher mountain peak, you know what I mean? That nothing comes easy. There's not a silver bullet. And I think that, you know, we're sold a lot of propaganda and, and, you know, bullshit out there about the silver bullets and the magic pills and, you know, and also what we're supposed to look like. And, you know, even the celebrities that you train that were, you know, are, are examples to what we're supposed to look like and be like and all that stuff. And I think that for me, what I love about your connection of, you know, fit, true fitness, wellness, you know, yoga, and then astrology is that your message is about a much bigger picture. It's just not one thing. It's right. tapping into these different practices for people, your practice of your mind, your practice of living in the moment. If you're anything like me and you love the excitement of discovering new wines, but hate the risk of wasting money with a disappointing choice, a membership to First Leaf Wine Club is a no-brainer. First Leaf is a wine club that curates and ships wines that are personalized to your tastes, allowing you to discover wines from five different continents and 12 countries. And First Leaf, they work directly with the winemakers, which means we get their incredible wines at 60% off retail with our membership. When you rate the wine you receive, First Leaf learns about your palate. So not only are you being introduced to a ton of new wine, but each First Leaf box gets better as your wine selection becomes increasingly tailored to your liking with each shipment. First Leaf lets you design your perfect membership and they make it easy to change it up at any time. There are no contracts or cancellation fees and they provide the easiest subscription flexibility I've ever known. And what's more, First Leaf is so confident you'll love your wine. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you receive a bottle that isn't exactly what you were hoping for, First Leaf will credit your account. I love unpacking my beautiful First Leaf deliveries and looking over each individual description about the bottles I've received. It makes each wine I open feel like a new discovery. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for just $29.95 with free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash in my heart. That's tryfirstleaf.com slash in my heart for six bottles of wine for $29.95 with free shipping. Here's a toast to first. May you enjoy them with the people you love from the first sip to the last. Tryfirstleaf.com slash in my heart. You're going to love it. 
keeping up with your family's growth spurts and our kids' changing tastes can certainly be a challenge. Stitch Fix Kids is the effortless way to get clothes that fit your kid and your price range. With your feedback and input, the experts at Stitch Fix learn about your kids' tastes, sending styles perfect for them and affordable for you. Items start at just $10. You try on pieces at home before you buy, you just keep what they love and you send back the rest. Plus shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. Let the style experts at Stitch Fix help out with easy options to fit the vibe and your wallet. From toddlers to picky tweens, Stitch Fix Kids has growth spurts taken care of from sizes 2T through 18, and there's no subscription required. Simply order a refresh as needed, or set it and forget it. With regular seasonal fixes, you're in control. That's stitchfix.com slash in my heart for 25% off when you keep everything in your kids fix. That's stitchfix.com slash in my heart. Stitchfix.com slash in my heart for 25% off when you keep everything in your kids fix. Now back to my show. You said very easily, like, you know, really what it's all about right now is living in the moment. And I I just want to take your knowledge on that for a second, because I don't think people really know what that means. I agree with you. And I I heard this quote one time, which um, said, you know, loving someone is giving them your full attention. And then I thought about that and I was like, oh, that's so interesting that that feels true. You know, like when I'm with somebody and they're giving me their full attention, I do feel loved especially when I'm giving them my full attention, you know, then you're in that space, right? Like that love space. But what I thought was, Oh, that's so interesting. It's like when I, so that means loving myself is giving me my full attention. What does that, you know, like, what does that mean? So many different things, but really like noticing how I, like, what am I feeling? What's, what is this feeling in my body? You know, these are, I mean, these are things that therapists will, will do with you, but, you know, just, but noticing your own body and feeling into your own body that really, I mean, getting present is really being in your body, right? There are many different ways to do that. Intense exercise is one way, you know, when you're breathing really heavy and you're, I mean, that is getting in your body. And that is getting present. And then when you like add in this other thing, which is then you see how your mind is going, right? Like, like how your mind is like wanting to quit or you're, it's like, you want to stop and then you don't, that's all getting present. It's noticing how your thinking is. It's noticing how your physiology is. So when we're in that space and we notice how we want to give up when it's getting hard That's the opportunity to be able to then, oh, shift it. Like now I can get in there and this is what I, as a teacher do, right? Like, so I'll speak, I'll talk people through things. And then I know what I feel like when I'm going through it. So I'll share something like, okay, so if you're wanting to give up in this moment, if you're wanting to stop, um, that's great because that is the moment that your body, that you're actually starting to make a change, right? That's the moment. So rather than stop, like we know what happens when we stop, let's just sit, let's try to be with the feeling. Let's try to like, like be with the sensation and then move through this sensation. And so I'll try to like reframe the headspace of, oh, this is the feeling of my body making a change. That makes it more exciting. And then that enables 
us, whoever, to stay with it and come out on the other side and see what the next experience is. When you do that in a physical practice, whatever it is, it could be running, it could be climbing a mountain, it could be practicing yoga, whatever, that translates to every single other thing that we are doing in our lives. That translates to our businesses, it translates to our relationships, it translates to, you know, whatever, social life, if you have social anxiety. Being present is starting to notice how you operate. At that point, that's when you can start making a real change, right? If you start to reframe. So that's like an, I guess that's a a living example or something. Perfect. It's so beautifully done. And that's exactly what I was looking for because it's almost like, you know, there's a, remember we used to say, oh, let's agree to disagree and then we can move on. And now we say, when we agree to disagree, that is the point that the conversation should begin. So it's kind of the same teaching, push through that suffering or that uncomfortableness, if you will, because on the other side of it, there is something to be gained in that there's reward in it, whether you know it or not, your cells are moving faster. Your molecules are plumped with hydration, whatever it is, your heart is more full. You've accepted someone else in. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's been the shift And exactly what I was looking for is that we, the self-care, the self-awareness, but then the awareness of the other, that they may not be anything like us at all, totally different and being comfortable in that, you know what I mean? That we don't need, right? Wouldn't our world be amazing right now if we were able to do that? I'm seeing so many, you know, it's like, we see so much it's like the two opposing sides. So often now the the polarization and wouldn't it be great to be able to, like you just said, have that be like a starting point where we get excited rather than like double down on our, you know, whatever our thing is to get excited about like, oh, okay, this is a moment where something could change. You know, that I think that that, like, that's what I would love, you know, that's what I would love to impart. I think it's exciting when we hit these walls and, you know, and I've been knocked down multiple times. I've knocked myself down. You know, I'm, I'm a person that, you know, like uh, I'm like, okay, I built the house. Now I'm going to like, you know, tear it all down. (laughs) And uh, what else do I want to build? You know? And I think you have to trust that you have to also trust your impulse, you know, like your impulse to change and move, move on. Sometimes we get into a thing where we don't trust our own desire to move on. And so we get stuck also in like battling something, you know, and hundred percent, because ultimately when we accept change or embrace change or embrace the fact that change is about to occur, you know, be excited about it. Instead, we're so traditionally held on, we hold on to things so they don't change. And we're so afraid of it. We don't want anything to change, but everything changes. Nothing stays the same. And so if we can start to embrace that reality, like the changing of the seasons, you know, no one freaks out when the leaves turn brown and goes out and paints them all green again. And that speaks to your aging. You know, we talked about um, mix in kind of the astrology for the bio individual. And I think that's a really important place to start. And I love that you're doing that. And I I know you're concentrating on a memoir right now. That's going to combine kind of like your teachings, I think with your astrological practice and your acting, right. Are you working on fulfilling Um, personal connections is is also another part of that. uh, Currently what I'm doing, I mean, I'm still doing uh, 
private yoga consultations and I'm doing some astrology uh, sessions for people. And that's feeling really good right now as a way to connect with others and, and serve. And I am also focusing on writing and have been working on a memoir for a couple of years now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they don't come easy. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. But, um, but yeah, I am. So I am focusing on that and it's a little more, it's more selfish, you know, I guess is what I want to say. It's like, it's like as a, you know, we get very defined by the way others see us. This is something in my personal astrological chart that I am constantly doing is redefining myself Mm -hmm. um, because the part of my chart or the, the karma and the Dharma of my chart squares my identity. So that means that like, I'm just constantly having to redefine, redefine, redefine. So um, I'm in that process right now. There's another version of it too, though. Um, I was in a major car accident in 2018. You know, I it was like a near-death experience. And then I had to bring my body back. And Rehabilitation. Yes. And, and the great part about having a... Um, daily, you know, like I, my daily habits are in place. Like I show up daily to my physical body is that you already have that built in, you know, daily practice. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's not about like doing, you know, it's not about doing, you know, hundreds of squats. It's, it's just like, okay, doing these really kind of boring exercises that bring yeah. you back, you know? Right. Physical therapy so, is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's like, so the, the developing just like a, a showing up daily practice to whatever it is, is, is very helpful to almost everything, including writing a memoir and just like doing a little bit every day, 20 minutes every day, you know, aiming for that rather than trying to like hold, I mean, this is me, but you don't like hole up in a, you know, like a, in a cabin in, you know, Vancouver for, you know, two weeks and write your memoir, you know? <laughs> right. That's not, that's not your cup of tea. That's not going to serve you. <laughs> it's again, that's just yeah. too much. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, it can yeah. happen. It can seem like it happens on its own. My book that I, my, my, uh, both of my books, I, I wrote, um, the way that I worked on my books was I would write two hours a day, every day, no more than that. I'd aim for seven days. I'd, I'd get five days in. And at the end of five and a half months, six months, you have a manuscript, you know? Yes. And it just feels like it didn't need, you know, like I didn't have to sit at my desk for six hours. I can't yeah, do no, that. I think reframing the goal thing was huge. A huge tip for this. Even me trying to explain to the listeners what you meant. You know, I even had it wrong. It's like, no, take that overarching big monster in the room out, out of the equation and just face every day yeah. and get through every day. And I, and I think that that's, you know, I mean, we hear that take one day at a time, one foot in front of the other, but really actionable ways to do it. And, and most of the time when you're talking about transformation of one's body, physical, mental, whatever it is there, it seems like everybody wants that quick fix. Like they want to get there. And if anything, one day at a time really is the most meaningful when it comes to enrichment of oneself, no matter how you look at that. And your way of writing is your way of writing that works for you. And you have decided not to let anybody else define what makes your way. And you've gone even that much further to know yourself even that much deeper on an astrological level by knowing yourself to a point where you know where you're going to hang up your, you know, what your own hangups are like, well, I know this about myself. I'm going to constantly have to reinvent myself. So I think it's fun to do some self-discovery and, you know, maybe, is there any recommendations of 
a place, because there's so much out there when it comes to astrology, is there one or two places? Because if people are looking to go on a journey of um, self-evolvement, yeah. um, to start with their astrology and their sign and reading a little bit about themselves where they can go, oh my God, that's totally me. It <laughs> might be a great place. I mean, I think it's not anything I've ever really suggested before, but you're making me inspired to suggest okay. that. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's, if people are curious about that, and again, it's like, it's just the same as yoga. It's like yoga is not the only approach to, you know, it's like, it's not the only way. Yeah. There's like seven or 10 different types of yoga as there is. Right. I mean, how many different types of yoga are there? That's right. right. So, and, and also yoga might not be your thing, you know, maybe hiking is your thing. I mean, people get just as much, um, you know, uh, connection to to spirit through hiking. Oh yeah. It's my church, honey. Or, and some people love, you know, really intense cardiovascular exercise. It's all good. There's no one way to do it. So yeah, if it, if it appeals, um, I I can give a a resource that I love, which is um, astro.com is this great website. I have nothing to do with them. So, but they have um, um, an area where you can go in and get a free chart. And then when you punch in all of your information, they have all sorts of fun little areas in the uh, website that you can like look up different parts, different things about yourself. And that's like one way to start. It's kind of fun. Um, sorry. And then they could go to yoga philosophy and you can look at your workouts. I mean, that's a really fun way. Those are tools that you're giving people as a way to get started. That's not daunting. That's actually about self-discovery and self-awareness and, you know, self-focus. Yes. And I'll also just say one other book that I love that I actually, uh, that I give a lot to a lot of my clients is um, this book called astrology for the soul by Jan Spiller. I love that book so much. And it is, if you just get that book and read about your North node, it's everybody is always blown away by that book. So that's another really great book to look at. I'm going to buy it. I can't wait to get it. (laughs) You know, you've also said, you know, I, I close my podcast all the time because, you know, what this podcast is about finding our freedoms and they are different for everybody. And they also are ever evolving and changing. And, you know, it's such a, I, it's such an incredible word, the word free and freedom. And you have said that freedom is your top value of all the values. Freedom is your top value. And, you know, you mentioned you're going through a, this shift of redefinition and, you know, finding your happiness and your fulfillment and stuff like that, your car accident you mentioned. So how is freedom, you know, what does it really mean to you? And how do you find your freedom? You're right. Freedom, it really is my top, it is my top value, which is why I'm like an independent, you know, I'm an independent woman and I've never been married. I don't have kids. I don't, you know, own a home. I'm not like, I'm just, that's not my, um, that's not where I've put my energy and attention, feeling that freedom of of all of that is it's a really good feeling for me. No regrets, you know, and also license to want to change at any time that I want. (laughs) Kind of want to like get married, you know, like I'm kind of in that space, but um, I was thinking about this today, actually, like when I feel the most free, because I already do have so much freedom, uh, you know, compare, you know, comparatively, I, these days, feel very free when I am like not on my devices. Yes. I, Hallelujah. It's like if I leave my phone at home and go take a walk, I actually feel like this feeling like, Oh my God, I'm so glad I got rid of, you know, it's like, it's yes. like, Oh my God, dust yes. is that thing. It It's like, it's so weird how I took that for, you know, it's like, we take that for granted just having, 
I mean, this just happened in the last 20 years, Yes, but it's taken over. And so whenever I'm away from my electronics, I feel free. Yep. I love that. Right? Yes, girl. Hallelujah. Preach it, sister. And by the way, you guys, what a simple thing to do, because I have to agree with you. It is literally like the ball and chain. And honestly, the advice I'm giving, it's easier said than done. If I, if I take one, you know, walk or leave my phone for like an hour or two a day, that's like a huge accomplishment for me. I also, by the way, do not sleep with it in my room. I mean, like, yeah. I make these, you know, like the, I haven't slept with my phone in my room in a long time. Me too. Four years. Oh, good. Yeah, me yeah, too. I'm, it was a big change. So before I let you go, this has been great. Thank you for taking this journey with me, uh, you. you know, of it helping so enlighten. It was really fun, yeah, you know, and, and understand that, you know, there is something for everybody out there and you can find it and you don't have to compare yourselves and, you know, just keep looking and, and Mandy is here for you. So, so please tell people where they can find you if they don't already follow you, Mandy. Great. Um, well, I'm on Instagram. I'm on all your devices. Um, find me in device. Um, I'm, <laughs> if you pick um, up your device, you'll find me in there. Actually, if you think about that, like that in and of itself, when we have these devices with us, it's like we're connected to everybody. No wonder it feels so freeing when it's not with me. It's like uh, <laughs> all these things I'm connected to. So yeah, I'm um, I'm on Instagram, Mandy Ingber. And in my Insta, I was thinking about it, in my Instagram bio, I have my little link tree that has all the things that you can go to. You can go to my website, you know, you can you can join me on Facebook, you can, you know, hit my Twitter account. I have that you can get astrology from me, you can download my DVD, you can buy my books. So I'm right there on Instagram and you can connect with me in any way that you want to there. (laughs) I love it. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being a part of my show. This is in my heart. I'm your host, Heather Thompson. Be sure to follow along and download and subscribe. We're going to be at you next week with a new episode. Thank you to my guest, Manny Ingber. This is in my heart. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.